Hello, everybody. It's episode 33 of the Neuro Experience. I'm Louisa Nicola. I am your host. And today I'm going to be bringing you that content that you all love. And today I'm going to be talking to you about depression and its link to brain health. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Neuro Experience. I am your host, Louisa Nicola. I am a mathematician, former Australian triathlete, and neuro performance coach. I am your brain coach. I know what it takes to succeed at the highest levels, and I'm here to show you how to get from where you are to where you want to be. This show is designed to teach you scientific mental strategies that you can use and implement to get results fast. So expect to be fearless. Take notes and take action. Let's get into it. So what we're going to cover today is depression at a glance. We're going to look at it. We're going to understand it. We're going to look at different types of depression. And then we're going to look at the new research that has just been discovered and and dug up and brought to the surface by doctors, by scientists, by researchers about the newest innovations in depression and how you can treat it. And I'm going to end it with giving you some top tips on how to keep your brain fit every day. Now, just as a disclaimer, everything I say in this episode has been researched thoroughly and is peer reviewed. The statistics and information has been provided to me by scientific studies published on sites such as PubMed. And yes, I will be referencing everything in the show notes and also on the NeuroAthletics website. Now, let's get into it. The fact of today is one in six adults have filled at least one prescription for a psychiatric drug. All right, let's uh, let me give you a bit of a brief rundown to why I'm doing this. Well, first of all, nobody's really speaking about depression in entrepreneurship and in the world of athleticism. See, all we see is these bright, shiny lights that are, you know, around an athlete or an entrepreneur and everyone looks at them like rock stars and everyone thinks wow it would be so amazing to be Kobe Bryant to have all that money to have all that fame to you know play ball for a living and what we don't get is what happens in their heads when their expiration date um, comes up because what we fail to see is that with athletes there is an expiration date you cannot be an elite athlete until you're 80 years old or until you're 90 years old and what we don't hear about in mainstream media is the amount of suicides that is happening because of uh, lack of clarity around entrepreneurship or you know we don't hear those people that are, are suffering depression because they can't deal with loneliness and that's what you know if you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur that's something that you need to be able to be dealing with entrepreneurship is one of the most hardest professions in the world you have to have thick skin you have to be able to be punched in the face every single day you have to be able to deal with fires you have to be emotionally strong because it's really it's a very lonely world to start off with and we don't hear, We all we hear about is, oh, he just made a million dollars in his first year or look at this social entrepreneur who's working on his laptop in Dubai and just takes holidays every day and all he does is work from his laptop. That's a load of shit. If anybody ever thinks that you can get out there and just live that laptop life, you're dreaming. So please don't buy into that. So the reason why I wanted to talk about depression is because I read, you know, I read a lot about people 
who are suffering from it. I talk to a lot of people who go through it. And obviously with neuroathletics, the mind is what the brain does. We believe that everything um, can be, you know, more more often than not, everything can be cured um, by working on your brain. And it's it's so amazing to see that research has just surfaced and is getting out there around depression and that's what I'm going to speak to you about today and I'm going to speak to you about a lot of the pharmaceutical drugs that are now showing to not even treat depression. So before I start, what is depression? For some of you who don't really know, depression is, it's more than just a low mood. It's a serious condition and it affects your physical and your mental health. So it's a feeling or mental state, if you will. Um, it's not easily measured or defined, but it's a constant state of feeling low for a prolonged period of time. And that prolonged period of time is anywhere from two to three weeks. Now, to be clinically diagnosed from a physician uh, for depression, you have to have uh, five of the following symptoms and you have to have these for at least two weeks. Some of these symptoms are diminished uh, pleasure in all activities, change in weight more than 5% in one month when not dieting, insomnia or even hypersomnia, uh, psychomotor changes, fatigue or loss of energy, feelings of worthlessness and reoccurring thoughts of death, suicide thoughts or suicidal attempts. Now, You've probably all, you know, we all feel low at some point in our lives, even some point in our weeks, we feel low. And, and we know that through listening to this podcast that we can pick ourselves up, we can change our state. But what I want to talk to you guys today about is to, you know, from what I've, what I've read and what I've researched and what I've seen, uh, depression is something that can be prevented when you become mentally fit and when you can actually train your brain on a daily basis. Let's actually go back into time and history for a second. So for decades, okay, the answer for why people got chronically depressed was simple. It was just an imbalance in brain chemistry. And when you'd feel this, you'd go to the doctors and the doctors and researchers used to think that if they could just change or balance your neurotransmitters, then you'd be cured. But there's a couple of problems wrong with that theory. First of all, it's impossible to accurately measure serotonin levels in a live human brain. Secondly, the drugs that pharmaceutical companies are making to alter serotonin levels in depressed people aren't really working. So then I thought, well, if serotonin levels aren't to blame for depression, then what is? So I did some research and I found that depressed people show signs of extreme oxidative stress and lower overall antioxidant levels. And a number of doctors are now looking at a new theory of depression, that high levels of inflammation are to blame for depression which is a good thing. I know it sounds bad, but it is a it is a good thing that we're finding this evidence because if we can understand what inflammation is, what it does to the body, what it does to the brain, then we can start to prevent it and we can start to protect our brains so we don't get into these depressive states. And guys, once you get into a depressive state, whether you're feeling all of these, you know, 
low energy, loss of appetite. If we don't treat it, then it'll just, it's like going through a downward spiral. It's going like a, going down a slippery dip. You have to catch it or you'll just keep falling down, 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 all the way down until you're in that depressed state. And then you get diagnosed with depression because you didn't catch it when you, you know, you didn't catch it or pull yourself out or you didn't have the tools to do it. And then you go to the doctor and they say, well, you've got depression, you've had it for two weeks, so I'm gonna give you these pharmaceutical drugs and they often do more harm than good. So, hear me now. We can get on top of this if we learn what inflammation is and how it affects the brain. So, I'm gonna tell you what oxidative stress is. Oxidative stress is what happens when your body does not have enough antioxidants to neutralize free radicals. Now, we've all heard of the word antioxidants. It was thrown around like 10 years ago and everybody wanted to get on the antioxidants uh, bandwagon and have all the berries that they could. Um, So when you have less antioxidant activity, you end up with more oxidative stress and your brain becomes especially vulnerable to it. So this oxidative stress, if you have a lot of it, it leads to chronic inflammation, which is very bad for your brain. Now, for some of you out there that don't know what antioxidants are, you should know that they are key to reducing oxidative stress. So antioxidants can be found in things like vitamin E, polyphenols, um, beta carotene and other vitamins and they're very potent and they protect you from free radical damage and reduce brain and body inflammation that's why every you know we all heard of the word antioxidant but we didn't really know what it was we knew that okay if we have some blueberries and some and some vitamin e they're full of antioxidants but we didn't really know why we were having them well guys you're having antioxidants because they are your key to reducing oxidative stress and we know that oxidative stress is what happens when your body does not have enough antioxidants to neutralize the free radicals and the more oxidative stress we have the more that it leads to chronic inflammation the more inflammation we have the worse it is for our brain so whether you've been diagnosed with chronic depression or simply have the blues now and then building a better brain through lifestyle hacks and mindset hacks and brain hacks and better nutrition can help you rebound mentally and physically and that's what we love so I know you've all heard of the different types of depression. You've got major depression, which is a loss of interest and pleasure in usual activities. Um, you've got psychotic depression. That's, you know, sometimes people with a depressive disorder can lose touch with reality and experience psychosis. These are different types of depression. There are many others, but I'm not going to go into it. And these are the types of depression that may be more um you know, severe may need some medical attention. But what I'm talking about in this episode is if we can do anything to keep our brain healthier and, you know, if research is now surfacing to tell us that um, brain inflammation is leading to depression, then let's get on top of it today. So here are your brain hacks that I'm going to give you to help you rebound mentally and physically so you can be brain fit every day. Number one, My favorite, you know what I'm going to say, it's meditation. Yes, I'm a very big believer in it. I love it. 
and I believe it builds stronger brains and it really actually does. It builds the gray matter around your brain, which builds more strength, which helps you uh, become more emotionally aware, emotionally strong. It gives you strength. If you watched my latest video on Instagram, I'm at underscore the diamond boss. Go and watch it. I gave you some tips on meditation, but I'll give you some now. If you want to start your you know, meditation journey and start getting mentally fit, then I suggest waking up in the morning and getting your meditation done then. If you're new to it, I suggest you doing 10 to 12 minutes first thing in the morning just to get you into it, just to get your mind ready. It's like starting a whole new um, training regime, but for your brain. So sit in a quiet place and um, you know set the timer on your phone to 10 or 12 minutes and sit there and just meditate. You, the idea is you want to just, you know, be rid of every thought, everything in your mind and just be in that moment. And you'll catch yourself, you know, if you haven't done it before, you will catch yourself veering off track. But the idea is you've got to catch that and come back into the moment. So that is hack number one, meditation. Hack number two is hydration. Being well hydrated is so important for nerve function, for brain health, for mental clarity, for decreasing brain fog first thing in the morning. And it's something that's really overlooked. A lot of people don't, and then a lot of people aren't drinking enough water in the day. I, I always suggest three to four liters depending on your activity level, but at the bare ass minimum, I would suggest three liters of water, three liters of alkaline water. Now, I know you may be thinking, oh, I haven't got time for that. Well, you really do. And the key is to carry around your drink bottle like it's a like it's another limb. Literally carry it around with you all day and take regular sips. Like get into the habit of taking small, tiny sips and you'll realize you have to keep filling your drink bottle up. Yes, you may be running to the bathroom uh, more times than you usually do, but it is so key to proper functioning brain health. And just as a fact on that, at the time of thirst, you are already dehydrated. Your body is already going into survival mode. So if you're thirsty, that means you're, you haven't been drinking enough water. So get some water in you. Number three, breath work. Getting in that beautiful oxygen into your brain via breath work can make a huge difference. Did you know that throughout the day, we actually stop breathing for a few seconds here and there when we're talking, when we're asleep, when, um, when we're stressed, we actually, you know, by default, we don't even know we're doing this, we actually stop breathing for little moments. And if you accumulate all these little moments up, it ends up being minutes throughout our day. That's minutes of lost oxygen that should be going to your brain that's not. So breath work is really important and it's so great for you. Now, if you go on the NeuroAthletics website and you go into articles, there I I've produced a great article in there around box breathing. Now, I learned this method of of box breathing from a Navy SEAL and basically you sit there, you can spend 5 minutes doing this. Um, you sit there and you basically you breathe in for 4 seconds through your nose, you hold it for four seconds, and then you breathe out for four seconds, and then you hold it. 
So that's four steps. So it's literally going around a box and you do that for five minutes straight. And what that does is it guarantees you and it guarantees your brain that you're getting in that oxygen into your brain, the rich, fresh oxygen that your brain needs. So then that's that basically saves you. You're like, oh great, I've got that oxygen in. So if anything happens throughout the day and I, I stress, or you can actually use this method when you are stressed because it will lower your cortisol levels, it'll lower your heart rate, and you'll become more adaptive to stress, to anxiety, and you'll be able to handle it better. So breath work is key. Incorporate this straight after your morning meditation and you'll see the difference. Last but not least, this is a big one. Get rid of the carbs. Carbs equals sugar. Sugar equals very damaging to your health, very damaging to your brain. And it's one of the main causes of inflammation. So carbohydrate rich foods, such as your starchy, you know, such as your white rice, um, your potatoes, your pastas, your sugars, your lollies, your chocolates, get rid of them. This is what's causing more inflammation in your body. It's not just doing that, it's affecting your glucose levels and it's doing a whole lot of mess. And it's something that you can prevent. It's something that rots away your brain and your teeth. And it's something that we can all get on top of and stop. So guys, that concludes today's content session. This is something that I hope we can all talk about more openly because it's something that's overlooked. We don't really look at this or investigate this until the very last minute until it's too late. So if we can do anything to prevent you know, injury, or if we can do anything to prevent diseases, I'm sure we'll all get on it. We've, what we've got is a lack of tools and a lack of knowledge of understanding. We don't need to just go and uh, be diagnosed with depression and just be given all of these pharmaceutical drugs. If we can just get on top of things, if we can do things like change our state, change our biochemistry, change the way we think every day, change the way we eat, change the way we see things, change you know how much water we're drinking, uh, decrease the amount of carbs that we're having, do some things like breath work, then we can get on top of it. The key is consistency. The key is sticking to it. The key is keeping your brain mentally fit. I greatly appreciate your time. If you could go through, please, and rate this podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me. Have a fantastic day.